It's time to watch the right wing in Arizona with Arizona Right Wing Watch. Boom, we're doing it. We're watching um, we're watching Arizona with Haley from Arizona Right Wing Watch. Actually, she is Arizona Right Wing Watch. She is all consuming. She is much like the ocean consuming that submarine, which is yep. all anyone's talking about now. And apparently there was a Rothschild on the board of the submarine company now. So oh. QAnon's all hot and bothered over that. They're just like, oh, baby, Rothschild. Rothschild's involved. Yes, we're so happy. Shout but, out uh, the ocean. Way to go, ocean. You're terrifying and evil and people spending a quarter million dollars to try to traverse your depths in unregulated submarines. Probably suboptimal. Probably could have done better things with that money than putting yourself into a death trap and then finding Oblivion's cold embrace. So, uh, not I can't great. think of like a worse anxiety than being trapped in a submarine with four dudes who you have to share a toilet with and like you got a, a controller that don't work and uh, you're dying. Well, from all the reporting that we're getting now, they were killed instantly. Yeah, it was they like were, a Yep, just kabloomy. They were that. goo pretty yes. quick. Yep, not Which great. Which I guess is the best way to go. Oh, you, you, you didn't even know it. You have no idea. You're yeah, just, just like, boom. you're like, hey, well, why is that buzzer going off? And then wham, just that's that. So, yeah. What you, was you, that boom? <laughs> yep, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, you'll hear more about that uh, this come this n- n- next week's regular pod with Sergeant L. We'll be talking about the dump sub and the new and improved conspiracy theories that have formed around it. But uh, today, today is time to talk about the magic of Arizona, America's most pilled state. Yes. Yeah, so, which- like, there's orca attacks going on. You know, we yes. had a bear attack. Did you hear? No, I did not hear about the bear attack. There was a. We, this is the this is the only the second bear attack in recorded history in Arizona that's like this, just unprompted. Yeah, just like the sea, the yep. bears are also attacking. Um, he ate a guy, like he went into a camp, and a guy, an uh, older guy, was just sipping his morning coffee, and the bear just started eating him, and then his friends found him getting dragged like sixty feet away, and then he was eaten. His friend well, was eaten as well. He should have been. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, hey, I I, I want to make this clear. I am pro bear, and I am pro orca. So yeah, we respect our new animal overlords. Yeah, if the, if the animals wish to rebel and topple humanity, uh, I will sell humanity out very much. Uh, fuck you humans you have uh you have failed everybody and it is time for the it is time for the animals to rise up and take what is rightfully theirs so uh what i was going to mention real quick before we get into the rest of this is that it's really funny that like arizona is the most pilled state in the nation Yet Biden won it. It is just so bizarre that this is a thing. Oh, um, I just, I just don't, I just don't understand how this could have happened. Where it's like you have this state that's trending blue, trending liberal, and yet the conservatives are nuts. The conservatives are just absolutely batshit insane. Yeah, and Biden it, won Maricopa, which is like our main city uh there's over well over a million voters there 
Yep. Um, and yeah, it's more like it's not. I wouldn't say liberal. It's pretty fifty-fifty. But yeah. um, yeah, it went if it went for Biden. If you you can't win Arizona without Maricopa, and he got Maricopa. We also have like a couple other blue areas, but like our red spots in Arizona is vast and you know yeah you know how it is sometimes oh i think i do yeah but yeah so it's really just funny that we don't hear this kind of stuff going on in say kansas or oklahoma or some other places that you would think are the actual uh like just bastions of madness and yet and yet that's where we're at that's where we're at in this world where holy crap this this swing state that Biden won is the absolute ground zero of of just just people throwing shit at walls levels of madness just absolutely totally delusional crazy people i just can't even i i, I don't i just don't get how this state can be just chill and sort of mellow in its politics and yet its politicians are just like nope we're just we're just mad we're just absolutely mad uh as someone pointed out on twitter about governor hobbs being good at being a better governor than lake was they said that uh it feels like Hobbes is uh, vetoing. Let's do the Holocaust again every week. So that's probably <laughs> it's probably a good thing that she's your governor and not Lake, because Lake would just you know authorize. Let's do the Holocaust again, because there'd be a lot of anti-LGBT legislation that passed, like a lot, <laughs> and um, just a lot of shit, a lot of anti-homeless bills, and uh, you know. The Turning Point USA dudes would all be part of her, um, you know, like, governor office. <laughs> They'd all work for her. She yep. she had her team ready before she won, so you could you knew who it was going to be, and it was, like, literally all Turning Point USA people. Oh, God. Which is, no, thank you. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, so... Um, as we as we deal with the, the nightmare of this place that is your homeland, your beloved home state. Um, so let's talk about Pride in the Pines. What went on there? Um, yeah, so that was my weekend, actually. It's kind of like a, what I did. Um, so this weekend was the Pride event in Flagstaff, which is the a bit northern Arizona. It's like three miles north of Phoenix. Um, there's a college up there, so it is kind of pretty progressive. Uh, but it's also next to like a lot of more conservative areas. It's also where Wendy Rogers is at, is up in the Flagstaff area, but again, more like in the Sholo Red area. So it was their like 27th pride event but it was going to be their first parade it, well it was their first parade they held it um but it was getting like targeted by right wingers because you know first pride parade but also because 
they were having a drag event that was like, you know, all ages, whatever, all ages drag event. Yeah. Um, and on the on the flyer, it had a big sponsored by Bud Light. Oh God! Oh. So like, it went super viral on the timeline because they were like, Bud Light's doubling down. Look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this is just a small town pride you know it's flagstaff isn't big as big as maricopa by far um so it was getting hate from like turning point usa people and some more explicit hate groups and it even reached fox news so like everyone's talking about it gays against groomers posted about it and oh you know, of course those fucking pricks yeah, and then Wendy Rogers got a hold of it um, because she likes to pretend that she lives up there. <laughs> yep. Um, and so she posted, like, the flyer for the event, and she said, like, you know, with fucking, like, a- alarm emojis, she was like, Flagstaff parents, please report the AZ Office of Tourism and the AZ Lottery who are jointly sponsoring adult entertainment at an all-ages drags show. Um push back all caps shut it down flagstaff residents please report this as child abuse because it is and it's an inappropriate it's inappropriate and dangerous for minors who would be exposed to lurid sexual content and grooming and then she gives the number for the arizona child protective service hotline and says to report the event for child abuse oh god yeah then a couple days later, she updates it because she's, like, trying to get this event shut down. And a couple, like, losers that are trying to run here soon were also, like, you know, also jumping on the let's shut this down train. Yeah. So people were calling to get it shut down. Wendy Rogers updates a couple days later that uh, she talked to a Flagstaff mom that, um, like, convinced them to put age requirements on the show. Yeah. Uh, and... So I went to Pride and everything went pretty normal. I guess there was some Proud Boys like walking around inside the actual event, but they didn't do anything. And then yeah. um, the actual event that was going to hold the drag show was getting like a bunch of phone calls because of, you know, people like Wendy Rogers and... Fox News and Gaze Against Groomers and Turning Point USA. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they had, they even posted that they were getting threats and there was going to be like security at the door. And um, there was this dude that was protesting the event like all day, uh, dressed like a shaman, but not a, not cute. He wasn't Jacob Chansley. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it's just like I guess like like white guy appropriating shamanism, uh, and conveniently using like a lot of n- white supremacist symbols, uh, is like a type of dude now. You know, he's just yeah. a type of guy. Uh, cause he had like a sun swastika right on his chest. Yeah. Um. And he had a sign about uh, he had a sign about sterilize like how autistic kids are being sterilized. Oh God. Um. 
and he was just wearing a ridiculous shaman outfit and he had like a a flute and everything so anyway i guess shaman guys weird weird shaman guys are just now a thing that we have to deal with (laughs) i just like the fact that like that the one clown like took that aesthetic and now people are just like yeah this is a good thing this is a thing we should do yeah this is like my look now yeah I think this should be what we want us. Uh, more people should uh, try to present themselves as a shaman. <sighs> if these people would just, I don't know, like stop rioting and do bad stuff <laughs> and just stick to ripping people off by a tarot card readings and shit, that would be just so much better. I know we have Sedona. Just go up there and be weird, but like you don't have to harass people and be weird. Because he got himself kicked out of the actual drag event. He bought like tickets and then got himself kicked out uh because he was harassing people and it's oh, like of course of course you can just be normal but anyway besides that pride was really pretty fun actually and it, they had their first uh parade which was nice and it is just very funny cuz i was just walking around the town um that like Wendy Rogers was acting like like <laughs> Like, oh, we're not going to have this in my town, you know? There's no gay acceptance here. And it's like, (laughs) it's a pretty progressive area. And literally every fucking building had a pride flag hanging from it. Like, it seems like they're pretty into it. Sonny, that was my weekend kind of update slash what happened there. This reminds me of the fucking uh, the assholes that were trying to boycott the Dodgers Pride Day event at their stadium. And there was a twofer because they were mad about the Pride Day and they were also mad that the Dodgers are allowing or embracing the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Yeah. And that, that that just makes these right wingers all so super mad. And they po- they were posting uh photos of the stadium and they're like oh look it's empty because the boycott's working and then people were like no that's before the game the actual game had a higher attendance than the average game in baseball that night so no no one cared about your dumb protest no one gives a shit about all your complaining fuck off you stupid whiny bigots you're just yeah the diamondbacks did the same thing they like uh i think they just had their the big logo rainbow and just said like what's up (laughs) gays um but yeah people were freaking out here like how dare they do that like they donate to lauren bobear and it's like it's just like a whatever it's like you know what up gays yeah (laughs) (laughs) buy our tickets please um but yeah people were fucking pissed here anyway Uh, uh, happy pride month everybody yeah uh, the, the Diamondbacks also have their alternate jerseys that, like, where, where they have serpentines on the chest. So that's a shout out to their Hispanic followers. We also have Los Suns. What up? Oh yeah, the Suns, but Los for Spanish. Yep. Uh, so uh, sorry uh, that we have not we we have non-white appreciation days that make these white bigots so angry and sad <laughs> it's like no so uh our next topic of discussion is listed as Conradson versus data guru <laughs> so i know conradson <laughs> conradson conradson it's the most scottsdale name you could 
Jordan Conradson. You know, it's like the most Scottsdale name you can possibly have. What makes a name a Scottsdale name? Fancy. It's a fancy boy name. It's a fancy boy name. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) Jordan Conradson is our local gateway pundit writer. Yeah. You know, gateway pundit. Yeah. Jim Hoff's. Oh, uh, God. I don't know even what you would call it. It's like a... Jim Jim Hoff, the dumbest man on the internet, on the internet, as they call him, which he deserves. Yes. I think Jordan Conradson might be a little dumber. (laughs) I don't doubt it, but the gateway pundit is so desperate to just fucking post any amount of bullshit. There's no story too uh, evidence free and, obviously disprovable that he will not post on his website because that's his job that's why they hired jordan so jordan conradson is he was hired there as a teenager literally he got hired there when he was like 19 um and he's kind of part of like the lake entourage and he serves as like he you know he pretends he's like a real journalist but he just writes bullshit lies that's back like every bullshit lie that the Carrie Lake campaign put out and yeah. now is still putting out. She literally I fucking see him everywhere and she like she kind of snaps at him. Like, Jordan, come on, Jordan. <laughs> um and then when she does her fucking bullshit like press conferences, she always calls on him first as if she's like, hmm, who am I gonna call on first? Mm, uh Jordan? You know, because he's going to ask, like, ask his question. So we have to pretend like this is a real journalist here because he sued to basically always be in the the press pools. You know, he tried they tried to kick it. They tried to kick him out of like an actual. uh, Like kind of press pool meeting at the election tabulation center. And he was like, you're not kicking me out of this shit. I'm fucking suing with that Jim Hoff money. Oh, and God. So now he kind of, like, has to be everywhere or else they'll sue. So everybody just kind of has to put up with him. Um, He was at the uh, cyber, or not, uh, uh, cyber symposium. Is that what it was called? Mike Lindell's event. Yes. Yeah, Mike Lindell's event. So he he was, he's, okay, this, this is his personality. So he was at the Mike Lindell symposium event. And it's like, this is an event that's friendly towards him. And he was being, like, aggressively abusive towards a female reporter that he got his ass kicked out of the cyber symposium. Um, And then he... <sighs> Back at a Trump rally, there was a woman named... Who used to be a legislator here? Um, named Michelle Eugenti Rita. And she got booed on stage. And like literally had to run off. Do you remember that at all? No, I do not. Why? It was she- very funny. <laughs> but as soon as she ran off stage, Jordan was like right there, like trying to interview her. And she's like, go away. And she like goes into the private back room. And he went back there and she had his ass arrested. She's like, um, had the cops take him away. And he's also been like kind of really aggressive towards Katie Hobbs where he's had to be taken away. Um, and then he literally actually was arrested for beating his girlfriend. 
Oh, knock me over with a feather because it's, everything you had said to build up to that point had made it seem like he totally respected women and was absolutely uh, like just a good guy and totally not a raging weirdo misogynist. Yeah. Um, it was like, I don't know what the deal is because he beat, I heard he beat her pretty good. Uh, I've read the police report. Um, and it says like he broke furniture and like yeah beat her um but i talked to some people that know him personally during that time and they said like the report was not as descriptive as what happened to her um but i don't think it's like moving forward because i still see them together at events which just kind of really bums me out uh i'm very sorry to hear that um but anyway so that's jordan conradson he writes for the gateway pundit and like you said they just report bullshit and that's all he writes is bullshit it's just like at this point like there's media uh you know there's people in the local media here whose job it is just to basically like discredit everything that this guy's publishing (laughs) Um, and during like a lot of the like Lake Kraken lawsuits, a lot of the like articles that would float around during that time that was like, oh, Lake proves the election was stolen is it was literally just gateway pundit articles by this guy because he again was kind of the guy helping to boost out that disinformation during like the Cyber Ninja audit and then the um carrie lake you know post-election lawsuits but anyway that's him so he he's his continuing he's got like beef with this actual uh journalist that we have here and he's uh do you know data guru on the timeline yes i do i know yeah real name garrett archer he works for uh abc 15 um he's like he's like an election like he's the senior election analysis that's what his like job title is he used to work for the secretary of state like he he's like the numbers guy and i don't mean yeah. like he puts out bullshit polls he's like oh you know this i'm i'm predicting that um carrie lake's gonna you know win by a thousand points you know um yeah. he kind of like tweets live as it's happening like oh a big dump like a big ballot dump is coming in um you know numbers in he's 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 famous for saying like maricopa incoming people know him for that yeah yeah i'm well aware of maricopa incoming he's actually very smart and knows what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to like the election and data and all that shit like the processes of elections he's super um involved and knowledgeable so you'll see him on the timeline a lot when these people are posting their bullshit kind of like quote tweeting i'm like here's why you're wrong and exactly why you're wrong and like you know he's that guy so anyway he got into it with conrad's (laughs) he got into it with conradson on the timeline um and uh they were just you know talking about the carry lake stuff still and he posted jordan conradson posted um some images of 
people's mail-in ballot signatures, which is a crime. Because <laughs> he was, like, trying to prove, like, oh, prove this data guru. Like, these don't match up. Prove that. Boom. Crime. Because <laughs> uh, Carrie Lake keeps doing this. Like, uh, this was kind of, we already We all knew. Here in Arizona, we knew it was a crime because Carrie Lake and her, uh, her, um, war room account have been posting the ballot signatures illegally but if the war room people don't know who runs it even though it's pretty obvious who runs it but um (laughs) (laughs) but uh so they can't like you know sue a anonymous account they can't um for elections crimes but jordan conradson is doing it on main on his main on his fucking account under his name so yeah he was posting signatures and being like really pompous about it he was like oh i'm allowed to do it because i'm the media um and data grew's like you're posting crimes you're posting illegal these are illegal um (laughs) and he was jordan conradson replied back like why don't you call the cops you karen and data guru like quote tweets him like i've been informed that the the police the law enforcement is already aware of this matter um so (laughs) he's he's in a little bit of trouble and he still thinks he's not in trouble he keeps like fucking posting on the timeline like the the like he was correct in this little twitter beef that they had and like he keeps posting the signatures because he's written like a gateway pundit story about the beef and like he he posted the fucking signatures as the main photo like so he's just committing crime after crime after crime so that'll be funny to watch the fallout of that because i don't like him i would think not he seems awful and bad he's a little abusive but anyway yeah, just a touch. Oh, God, I. It, it, it's really depressing that w- w- the people will think to themselves, "Man, this QAnon stuff is crazy." And yes, it is. But you're missing the point that the right wing has created this infrastructure for this kind of bullshit and disinformation peddling for forever. That. QAnon is just the tip of the iceberg when you get into this shit. And because the, the people that are into that shit, they can go to Gateway Pundit and Breitbart and all these other right-wing lying shit sites that are just going to pump confirmation bias into their damaged little brains and keep them going. And it's so uh, it's so insidious and it's so omnipresent because... All Fox News is, is the sanitized mainstream version of all this shit. Like, this shit goes from QAnon to, like, Gateway Pundit to OAN and Newsmax. And then Fox News, like, separates the wheat from the chafe and prints only the best disinformation, the best smears, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just so sickening that this is where we're at that you have this literal alternate reality that's been built for conservatives and republicans in america 
And there's nothing like this on the left. There's no alternate reality that exists for a liberal to deny everything inside of. To be like, I don't want to live in the real world. I want to live in the world where everything is the way I imagined it to be. So, boom, there I am. Ah, beautiful liberal utopia world. I'm now in it. I'm going to turn on my TV and just have people parrot back to me that I am a smart person with a big crinkly brain and everything's going great. And being a liberal is awesome. Just it's, it's wild. It's really, it's so funny listening to these QAnon people be like, Oh, you triggered little snowflake in your little bubble that you live in. It's like, no, I'm not in the bubble. You, you good, sir. You are the bubble. You are the bubbler. Um, so uh, the next headline I see here is changes in the AZ leg. Oh, no. So <laughs> uh, what bad things have happened in the Arizona legislature that have made you literally in all capital letters declare, oh, no. Well, <clears throat> you know, a lot of politicians, I feel like, are kind of just uh, in it to like move up. You know, they like that they're, they're just a move up. It's a career thing. Uh, so we have a lot of changes going on right now. A lot of Democrats have quit to move up in the world. Uh, one is quitting to pursue higher education, which is that's noble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like how you really uh, that's noble. Just yeah, that's good. That's good. Good. Get some smarts. We need some more smarts in the yeah. Arizona ledge. But uh. Yeah. I don't know why this guy's quitting. Steve Kaiser, he serves in the state Senate. He's just like, see ya, t- deleting my Twitter. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, I guess people want to present him more as like a moderate Republican, but whatever. I don't agree with that. But there is no such thing as a moderate Republican. I know. And this guy introduced like such shitty, like, culture war like, I hate whoever today bullshit um so i don't like him but anyway i guess people i don't know i don't know why he's considered more of the moderate here but anyway he's got some replacements that so it's gonna work similar to how liz harris who was recently yeeted out um (laughs) (laughs) is is that a is that a political term yeeted out yeah Liz Harris was yeeted out by her fellow legislator. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, the way that it worked with her and will work with Steve Kaiser is that the the Maricopa Board of Supervisors just picks the replacement um, out of the three that, like, the precinct committeemen vote in. Yeah. Yeah in that area so like the names that i'm hearing boom boom um josh barnett is one of them who is a hilarious human being he's our resident i call him our resident um like he's like our resident bad legal takes guy he's always on bad he's on bad legal takes repeatedly uh because he's like a he's he owns a gym here. He's super buff and roided out. He's, and, he's, got, uh, he's got that Tom Fitton legal uh, expertise of just having the too tight shirt and the big guns. Yeah, yeah, that's how everybody compares him. That's what. Yeah, 
And um, he's also a sovereign citizen. Oh, then obviously his legal takes are fucking incredibly on point. Oh, yeah, he's great. He he holds he held this sovereign citizen like you pay 50 bucks and you get like some sovereign citizen advice from him. And this guy here that he's always kind of like 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 teaming up with um, who also does like sovereign citizen stuff, but a lot of like CPS specific scams like hey ladies pay me and i'll get you uh your kid back um kind of scam yeah Yeah. and uh rob schneider oh god uh so they did like a little little 50 dollar telegram group sovsit seminar together once and when i posted about that rob schneider fucking blocked me (laughs) (laughs) oh god Um, yeah he lives here now and he was like big into the carry lake thing he was like kind of doing stuff yeah there's a casino i go to uh every so often when i don't want to be an encore and uh they now have comedians popping by and rob schneider's going there I could actually go to a Rob Schneider show. Like, oh man, yeah, he he does shows here a lot because he moved here during COVID because he was like, you know, commie California's being commie California. I'm gonna go to Arizona. <laughs> we get all the best people, and yeah, um, he actually Josh Barnett is my um, he's my uh, what do you call it? He's my banner on Blue Sky. Oh yeah, Josh. Oh God, Josh Barnett. Yeah, because he's tweeted. He tweeted about me that I'm, I'm, I'm too stupid to comprehend basic constitutional principles and maxims of law. Solves it to clearly show how and why we can nullify 2020. Uh, their left wing ignorance and cognitive dissonance will be defeated in 2022. That's my favorite thing anyone's ever <laughs> tweeted about me. So it's uh, my banner. My, my, oh. My- <laughs> My enemies have never said anything nearly as cool about me. <laughs> you uh, will be defeated. Oh, God. yeah. It's like uh, it's like Amanda, how she has all those fucking negative reviews of her as her Twitter bio. I mean, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all my opponents, all my enemies do is call me porker and 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 explain to me that I am fat, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you you, you got me. All right, that something had- mean about you. That is that doesn't count, <laughs> and it's like you—you you have not disproven my arguments or stated the validity of Q. You've just called me overweight. Combobulations. You've done it. You've won. You are truly the greatest. Actually, the uh, the one thing that I remember the my, my my the thing that made me laugh the most as a negative comment from someone was um, someone responded to one of my photos of Shirley Manson by saying that's supposed to be a woman or something to that effect. And I was like, Oh, it took so long. I've been on Twitter for like, Oh it was like almost like three or four years at that point. And I'm like, and it, it took that long for someone to finally accuse Shirley Manson of being a dude. <laughs> I mean, given, given the fact that these people have such crippling brain worms, I was like, how has this not happened already? It's just wild. And then, uh, a bunch of people started like obviously dogpiling and laughing at that guy. But then one person was like, Shirley Manson, man, son, the son of a man. It's all in front of you, bro. Why aren't you seeing it? They're throwing it in your face. It's just it's right there. 
It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> Just read the comms, learn the decodes, whatever. I mean, oh God, uh, man, I, I, I don't think she, I don't think she's famous enough for it, but I, I'm the, the, I will never forget the transvestigation in the Charlize Theron, where literally they're going over photos of her in a bikini and they're explaining how she's a dude, and it's just it's like it's really really dude, like what is wrong with you? Why, why, why is your brain so broken that like, this is where you're at? I just I just don't understand how these people yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know if ever I'll be able to find that comic, but I'll have to send you a picture of it if I can. Of the guy, just the, the cartoon character, just depressingly saying, "Yeah, just <laughs> uh, man, just good lord." So uh, you you have been attacked by Josh Burnett because he is a giant dumb. Uh, ex MMA fighter who now wants to be uh, a pilled politician. Yeah, he's uh, run quite a few times. He always gets third, so you know he's doing real good here. Um, oh, yeah. He will not get the. I don't think the they'll pick him. Uh, there's a guy named Christian Lamar that I've heard his names getting floating around. He's not important, but they won't pick him either. The one who I think is going to get it is a woman named Marissa. Not Melissa, Marissa Hamilton. Marissa now this Hamilton. woman is, <laughs> she's a lot. Um, <laughs> she, she, hmm, I don't even know where to begin with Marissa. She is, you know, she's got some interesting pants. She wears a lot of interesting, um, like Lululemon ass but American, like American flag, American Lululemon ass patterns. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but uh, she is the, you know how Carrie Lake recently was like, we're doing a ballot chasing campaign. Yep. The thing we should have done a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but Carrie's like, I'm too busy literally living at mar-a-lago um that marissa's gonna do it um so marissa's in charge of that and she's also just this super involved like kind of grassroots you know organizer here like she she's just got her hand in everything i think she does something literally every single day like she's got just like civics kind of classes for old ladies at you know like a ihop and then you know helping carrie lake and just she's just all over the place but she's also you know friendly with like the az patriots quote-unquote az patriots who is like a militia here um and she's just a little odd she used to be kind of like, oh, I'm a libertarian. I think she ran she ran for governor. No. She ran for mayor back when Katie Hobbs was mayor. She ran against her um as a libertarian. She did not win, obviously, or even get remotely close. And I think that might have been the time when she did this like protest in the street and got arrested cuz she wouldn't move out of the street. 
And then she claimed later that she was doing it to prove how bad the jail conditions are here or something. She's just an odd little bird, you know? <laughs> she's, uh, a weird, she's a weird duck, let me tell you, sir. She is. She's an odd duck. Uh, so I think she's the one that she, I, she was always destined to eventually get a seat here. I think she's just so involved. Um, it's just not going to be fun when she gets the seat. <laughs> and then the other big change that's kind of happening possibly here is that, um, so in Cochise County, which is not Maricopa County. Yep. Um, there's a lot of rumblings going on over there because you know stop the steal never really ended and they're just kind of like trying to wedge their way continually into politics to just disrupt it (laughs) yeah um and the person currently doing that here is kelly townsend who just lost her seat to wendy rogers like she tried to go for wendy rogers seat she was already a legislator here but then she got into this beef with Wendy and tried to take her on and lost. She's like a, she was at Bundy Ranch back in the day, you know? Yeah. Along with Gosar. So she's like kind of part of that group. Also friendly with the militia people here. She was there day fucking one when Biden, you know, it started to go for Biden during the election. She was in the protest that night. And then she tried to pass legislation that was literally like anti Sharpie Gate <laughs> legislation. You know, she's a bit kooky. What, what, was she there with Alex Jones? Was she? Yep, that was that. She was there that night. Like, did, did she get to use Tyranny Crusher? Did she get to shout into his mighty bullhorn? <laughs> no, Alex doesn't share the bullhorn. Uh, Tyranny Crusher is, is a monogamous relationship with Alex. <laughs> oh, it's good to know. Yep. Um. So she is currently doing nothing because she lost to Wendy Rogers. <laughs> um she's like adrenochrome posting on the timeline. She got suspended like last night because she was posting like 4chan esque, you know, map flag conspiracy nonsense. Like, she claims that the um, trans flag, which was literally designed by a Arizonan who is a U.S. Navy vet, and she's a U.S. Navy vet, so it's just kind of, like, extra. You're like, you're dumb. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she claims that the trans flag was designed after the, the pedophile flag, you know. Oh, God. A thing that's a thing. That's like a 4chan thing. It has Literally, to be. it's like you're just 4chan posting. And she also adrenochrome posts. So she's normal. But yeah, she's probably she's trying to be the new Cochise County um, election manager because it recently cleared out. A lot of positions are clearing out. That's the thing with these people who are trying to disrupt elections is like this, the positions that are clearing out are clearing out because they're harassing the fuck out of these people. Oh, yeah. Know? Yep, just trying to slowly rot the infrastructure of the elections from within and then put themselves into those positions of power so they can try to put their thumb on the scale to fuck with the elections. Yeah. 
and um, a lot of them seem to be uh, gaining power. So that's bad. Yes, that's not great. So uh, our final topic for the evening is uh, Champ slash QAnon slash Jan 6. So, right, you kind of know about this one. Yes, I do. I know a bit about Champ because uh, I was one of your research uh, little gremlins for this <laughs> article. I, was, I, I, I capered and pranced. I danced and sang. I did all these magical things because uh, the Champ person is super pilled and absolutely <laughs> insane. Have you seen a legislator so pilled? Uh, now I have. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Um, so I helped with another article. Um, yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because... This reporter came to me like, yo, I hear that Janae Champ stormed the Capitol. <laughs> um, and some of our listeners may remember Champ from being the woman who just hosted the Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming medical disinformation event. Yep. Um, because she tried to play it off like, I don't know what QAnon is. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she definitely knew. Uh, so first part of the story is basically that Champ stormed the Capitol. And this reporter, he kind of gave me shots of locations where she was. And for like a couple days, me and him just... It's Jared McDonald Evoy. Shout out to him. AZ Mir. Everybody read the article. Um, we just kind of like watched a lot of footage from that day january 6th if anyone remembers that day um did something uh, happen on january 6th i don't remember i don't know so the spot that she was in was in the like lower west terrace where everybody was just trying to cram into that tunnel where a bunch of cops were like kind of trying to hold it off and then brian uh how do you say his last name? The cop that testified. I don't remember. Oh. Well, the, the only cop I remember is Michael Futon because he was the guy that got hit with the taser. That's his name. Sorry. I don't yeah. know why I thought it was. That's him. Anyways, uh, that's where he got pulled out. Aha. Um, And taste was in that area. Um, yeah. I was just watching so much like raw footage from that area and there was like blood everywhere um and like people were just smashing whatever they had um to like try to get in there and like trying to climb on top of each other there was people fighting one another like fellow fellow patriots fighting yeah. one another it was a sad sight um that's where champ was she was like trying to kind of get into that area she was like off to the right a little bit because everyone was just kind of crowd crushing into that area. Um, yeah. And I recognize that scene from just like every documentary about January 6th, because again, that's where, um, you know, the cop got pulled out and like, yeah. uh, it's also the exact spot where Roseanne Boylan dies. Um, who was the non Ashley Babbitt right. to die. Yeah. She got, she got killed by the crush of the crowd. 
She actually her, the 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 autopsy says that she uh, ha- was uh, had a meth overdose, but I'm sure the oh. crowd didn't help. Oh Jesus! Well, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> and then yeah, that actually is truly like truly a heartbreaking moment. Is that like kind of scene? Because she has a friend with her that's like crying out to the crowd, like, please, somebody help me. And like, nobody gives a shit because they're like trying to, you know, go kill Pence or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, she was right. So she was right there. She was in this area. You can see her in the Day of Rage New York Times documentary, actually, the moment that they highlight when Roseanne Boylan is dying. Um, yeah. You can see Janae Champ, like right in the background with her fuzzy little American hat american flag hat um she was there with her husband who was carrying like a fucking big bat or something like a like a pipe i don't know what the fuck he was carrying but he's not a public figure so apparently that wasn't he wasn't as relevant to the piece i don't know how real journalism works so i'm mentioning it here now her (laughs) husband was carrying a fucking pipe or some shit um but yeah, and then we found some shots of her like, you know, singing Don't Stop Believing" when Trump, before Trump went on, and then she watched Trump and then she was just kind of stuck in this one spot for like two hours at least um, where all the action was happening. She didn't make it inside because again, it was just like too many people trying to make it in there. But like, it's very funny that she she immediately was like, oh, there's no violence. I didn't, there was, that was a peaceful day when it's like there was so much blood in that area and just like people bashing out the windows right there and like climbing in and out of the windows and like taking furniture out and then just so many funny videos that i watched and very (laughs) funny lines from people i just love that you're like oh there was so much blood it was hilarious it it was just like there was this one guy that was i just heard this one guy like stop filming (laughs) it's like who are you talking everyone has their phone out yeah um i don't know it was just hey man you know you gotta i I watched like a full 12 hours of just like riot footage it's you gotta get through it also there was just a guy with a chicken head like right there the whole time it's just like this is so fucking funny (laughs) anyways she was in that and obviously she didn't get back to the reporter for comment but i found her gab account um it's like a personal one it's it says vote for champ so (laughs) free it's fair game right um also it kind of so I liked that you were just like, because a lot of these memes, so she obviously, she storms the Capitol and then she was also posting on Parler before it got deleted. She was like, um, Lynn Wood posting and yeah. she had where we go one, where we go all in her bio. So, you know, oh yeah, she's pilled. But then yeah. after Parler got deleted, she immediately moved over to Gab. She made her Gab on January 8th. <laughs> So two days after the riot. Um, and her first post was, it was not a riot. So. Oh, God. Um, it, she said it was a protest to stealing our votes and the politicians, justices included, on the Hill refusing to do anything about it. God bless Ashley Babbitt. 
Um, but yeah, so I did have <laughs> when I was going through this because I was just like building a timeline of everything she posted on Gab until she stopped posting. And some of the shit that I did, I did not fully understand, so I kept coming to you because this 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 lady is. We're gonna say she's a little pilled. Yeah, just a touch. So she stormed the Capitol, and then basically just between the time that she stormed the Capitol and like the between that and the inauguration, like you described it basically that the QAnon people were just like huffing copium at that time, and she was definitely doing that. Yeah, uh, I remember that you sent me a bunch of photos of um, the idea that the layout of Washington, D.C. was like an owl. And there's this like mindset that like that was an Illuminati reference that they had built into the Capitol. And now there was a cage being put around that owl and that this was the uh, uh, fortifications that were being constructed to handle the inauguration. And a lot of QAnon people were freaking out and claiming that this was actually a prison to trap Biden and the deep state inside of it and not to keep protesters away from him, but to actually lock him up. And I had seen a lot of uh, QAnon conspiracy theorists talking about how is Biden, does Biden have the nerve to step into DC knowing what awaits him? Is he willing to buy into the trap? And as I had pointed out numerous times, even though, again, all of this was a fantasy, it's there's nothing in the Constitution that says that you have to take the oath in D.C. If Biden and the deep state were like, oh, shit, D.C.'s a no-go zone, guess I'll just get sworn in at my house in Delaware and be president here. That's That's fine. And then once I'm sworn in, I'm the president and I can order the military to stand down because of my president powers. I mean, this is um, this is what has happened when presidents have died in office and stuff. We have the photo, we have the footage of LBJ being sworn in on Air Force One. You take the oath whenever you take the oath. It's just how this works. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, th- th- that was one of the things she posted. I don't remember if she if did did she have a post about Harris resigning in the Senate seat? Was that one of the things that she had in there as well? Yeah, that was one of them. That was a huge thing uh, because Harris ended up not resigning her Senate seat until the 18th. So she was basically out of power for only one full day because she was a senator on the 18th, a private citizen on the 19th and vice president on the 20th. So like that transition happened then, but, a lot of QAnon, that was the that was kind of the end stage copium, was that Harris had not resigned her seat for a long time, and that this was proof that she knew she was never going to be vice president, and the election was a lie, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I don't think Shemp did this, but I just want to point this out as one of the other cope things that happened very quickly and very aggressively inside of QAnon was the election gets called for Biden and then the media starts posting all the graphics, president-elect Biden, and QAnon just lose their shit because fuck you, the media has no uh, right or ability to say that. 
and so many QAnon promoters and believers changed their names to President Elect X or whatever. Because, oh, I do remember that. Because, like, fuck you, President Elect's a bullshit term. You're only President Elect after the election certified on January 6th. Bah, bah, bah. And then uh, Biden used the uh, the terminology of office of the president elects to start posting his like m- his press releases and his missives to the other uh, the to the world <clears throat> they were not just coming from the biden campaign now they were coming from the office of the president elect and the best part about this was QAnon was like that doesn't even exist it's not even a real thing fuck you you piece of shit bah! The office of the president-elect was actually created by Obama. And you know who maintained the office of the president-elect after Obama? Donald Trump. Donald Trump was riding high, being off, posting shit from the office of president-elect after he won the 2016 election and before he was sworn in. So this evil tradition that QAnon violently hated was something Trump maintained in between Obama and Biden. Trump was very happy to declare that he was uh, giving his missives from the office of president-elect. And QAnon, I posted this so many times to QAnon, and they just stuck their fingers in their ears and did the la-la-la, not listening, not listening, blah, 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 because no, no, only Biden is bad with his fake office of president-elect. And Yeah. Th- yeah. So, I- yeah. Uh, uh, yeah i'm <laughs> i i'm honestly gonna go through some of what just like some of because i didn't send you everything okay and i it, yeah let's see it basically once you started to explain that it was just like oh they think biden's gonna be imprisoned when he gets to it, it kind of like that was obvious what most of these posts became yeah, uh, you know, because that was kind of like the central theme was just like he's just getting locked up on inauguration right. day. Right, right, um, right. As soon as the uh, un- the insurrection happened, like all the military, the Joint Chiefs, the Joint, the, the all the military dudes, like the lead, the Joint Chief of Staff or whatever. I don't, I don't fucking know military terms. The yeah, I think that's right. The Joint Chief of Staff. Um, they all um like basically condemned trump and said like hey you fucking did january 6th bud fuck you right um champ posted like that she thought it was another setup because she already thought the january 6th was a setup she immediately like internalized that it was a fed setup even though she was fucking there right that's another thing that I thought was funny was that the reactions to the story after it went out was like number one because uh, Roseanne Boylan was kind of a key mention in the story because she died right in front of her. Um, people don't give a shit about that lady in the way that they give away shit about Ashley Babbitt. Some people like don't even think there was other people that died that day. They're like Ashley Babbitt was the only one that died that day because she and it's because she was killed by a off you know an officer so it's like a good martyr story. It's not as fun to show the meth lady, right? I guess 
Right. Well, and because the meth lady didn't do anything heroic, like actually Babbitt was trying to like breach one of the last lines of defense between the rioters and the Congress. And it's just a clean story. Like she got shot. So it's like, what a victim, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so I thought that was interesting that there was people responding like Ashley Babbitt was the only one that died that day. Yeah. Um. But a lot of people were also like, that poor woman, she must have been terrified with all those feds around her, you know, psyoping her brain. And I was just like, man, people got some thoughts about January 6th, <laughs> to say the least. It's it's so funny to me that these people are so convinced that the feds were everywhere, and yet we like they got Ray Epps, and that's it. They got their boy Ray Epps, who is literally not a Fed and was just a moron who just, said a thing, said some stuff, just talked some <laughs> shit, and now he's being blamed for everything. And beyond him, it's there's another hometown hero. Oh God, I'm sure. <laughs> Arizona's pride and joy, Ray Epps. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, not anymore. You got driven out of here <laughs> yeah, after everybody, uh, uh, you know, thought he was a fed. <laughs> and literally, yeah. Champ, next post. This is interesting. Our time to protest is over. Job done. Don't be fooled by false flags. Now is the time to wait, watch, and inform. We will need... We will be needed to help spread the truth as the information is released. Digital soldiers will need to become the new mainstream media. And then it's a meme of like an FBI agent poking with a stick. The like base Chad uh, Wojak guy. Yeah. Um, and it says like, come on, go to DC. So like, again, she's already like within days of the insurrection internalized this. Like it was a, it was a psyop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah it's very funny i'm gonna have to actually go through my timeline and see january 6th and see how q and was reacting to it because as it was happening they were very happy and then once it was obvious it didn't work the revisionist history became very quick uh the um, knowledge fight had a great recap of january 6th and Alex Jones is Alex Jones is on site with Tyranny Crusher and yelling and doing all that stuff. So he has one of his moron flunkies in the studio. And the moron flunky is just like, Patriots have captured the Capitol. DC has fallen. We're fucking doing it. Yeah, this is great. And when they finally get a hold of Alex, like, 10 15 minutes later and they're like alex we're, we're conquering the capital it's going great you can just tell alex is like oh no this this is not <laughs> no because because alex is the first one to realize that these are big boy crimes like what what is happening here this is this is not going to work. This is going to go bad. And Alex is almost immediately on the Antifa and the, and the plants in the crowd. And, and you can just feel the joy being drained out of his dumb hosts, like soul. And he's like, but Alex, we're, we're beating the team state. We're, we're winning. It's good. And Alex is like, 
No, no, you idiot. No, these are crimes. Bad <laughs> crimes. Like I, I got enough have... legal problems. Come on, I don't, guys. I don't care about this shit. I'm just here <laughs> to sell dick pills and water filters. And and Alex is like on the bullhorn, like begging people to like go to a different area of the Capitol where we have a permit to gather. And like, it's really funny how the the right wingers slowly process that their conquest of the of the congress is not a win it, this <laughs> is not what we hoped it for it to be this is actually just not great and it's going and and alex was like one of the first to catch on that oh shit doing this is not good but because so many of these dumb, like I, I remember, like Kevin Sorbo has like a bunch of tweets. Where he's like, "Yeah, fucking take that, we did it." And then by the end of the night, he's like, "Fucking Antifa," and it's just, it's just so funny that like they, they just have that bullshit in them where they were totally thrilled about January six and all this stuff, and then immediately afterwards, they're like, "No," At, I remember like a couple months later some guy had a Joker meme where like the, the host of the talk show before Joker kills him, it says, do you think January 6th was funny? And Joker's like, yes, I do. And I'm tired of pretending I don't. And it's just like every now and then they'll just admit, yeah, we stormed the Capitol and it was great. And I wish we, wish we had done better. And that's Literally. The, yeah. And that's like, a, they know that's the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, and there's a few of them. I've seen like a, a, a few QAnon promoters be like, if we had actually wanted to conquer the character capital, we would have brought guns and we would have succeeded. And it's like, oh, so you're saying that like this was a half-assed coup, and that if you'd wanted to coup harder, you would have started like murdering people. Because that's or what sometimes you- I just hear the mass slip, and they're just like, it was just a really fucking fun day. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean that's what our uh, that's what our boy the Q Shaman's all about now. But well, I did it. I, I I saw the guy who like stole Pelosi's lectern, being like, "I went to jail for a prank. This is bullshit." Yeah, I know. It's like, no, you went to jail for a crime. You did you did the crime. I steal for pranks too. Yeah, oh, I, I yeah, I, I I steal government property for jo- <laughs> for, for funny jokey jokes. Cause that's who I am. I'm the jokey guy that steals for jokes. So, okay, yeah. this is so funny. As I before I get to the next, you know, champ. Okay. Tweet gab, whatever they call it over there. A racism. Yeah, a a, a Nazi post. Yes. Um, she was fucking whining that they were checking bags out of dc for guns it's like yeah lady did you see what just happened so weird so weird Uh, i I don't believe it (laughs) but anyway so okay here's something you'll recognize some of these ones so she did post that like uh the pentagon military won't hold a traditional farewell for trump because they were pissed at him um so that was proof that he wasn't really leaving obviously right uh she posted like this hilarious long video that that starts with enjoy the show so it's like you know we already know what you're doing lady uh and then it just keeps showing fences around like fencing and military around the capital um to the beat of uh in the end by lincoln park but it's a lady singing it 
And yeah. then at the end, it goes, nothing can stop what is coming. So, hey, throwback to that name of the event that she just held at the AZ Capitol that she claimed she was, she didn't know what that meant. Nope, no idea what I'm talking No idea what you're talking about, even though it's literally on my social media. So Yeah. Weird. And all the, like, imagery of the military surrounding the Capitol and the fence is, again, what you explained. Right. right. It's just yeah, like it, 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 the, yeah, they're they're, they're going to be arresting Biden any day now. The moment the moment Biden puts his filthy paw on the Bible, a, a, a cuff is going to go right on his wrist. Wham! There you go, buddy. Got got him. Got him. Got him. Uh, this just, is a disturbing image. It's Trump is like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, it's like seventeen. Oh, it's seventeen Pepe's. It's Trump edited, 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 edited as 17 Pepe's. Um, and some of them he's like holding guns and like giving oh. a thumbs up. Uh, oh, of course, of course. <laughs> and then it says, wow, I imagine all these governments falling and elite child rapists, rapists dying will be hard to keep up with soon. Purging the earth of evil is no small task. Thank you, God. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you, Q. Thank you, Anons. Hashtag Jesus is Lord. Hashtag best president ever. Hashtag Q. Hashtag Pepe. So this one, you explained to me. I kind of knew this one. Uh, but it was like they kept thinking that like literally everybody died, every celebrity that died at that time or like every small government change happening around the world was proof that like the elite was falling, right? That was kind of, that was kind of the copium. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, ah, oh God, what did, what did you just, I'm trying to, I don't know. Wow. Oh, I'm trying my, It my, was my, like, my, oh, this celebrity died. It's proof that the pedophile, the pedophilic cabal is falling. It's proof that Trump's still in office or some shit. I don't fucking know. Everything no, was just proof that Trump was still in office. Oh yeah, well they yeah any celebrity death is used immediately for that kind of uh, thing, and especially if they can lie about that celebrity death and claim that they died while they were getting ready to shoot a documentary on child trafficking because they yeah. love that line. Yeah, but the people dying during the in the between the J six and the uh, inauguration was like proof that the elite was dying because trump was killing all the pedophile elite or something oh yeah yeah no no that makes sense she's posting you know how janae champ is she's posting this one's great it's the one that you said it's the one that you explained earlier with the out it's the it's like dc but it shows this red outline that's in the shape of an owl and then outside of that is the like a shape of like prison bars right and then it says, "When does the when does a bird sing?" And it has like a smug Pepe, like a smug oh yeah, Pepe. yeah, yeah. That was an old uh, Q thing about Nexium and Allison Mack, and how Allison Mack was uh, tell, telling was was basically selling out all the bad people, and that um, we were going to be uh, saved by that. So. Um, they loved. They just really loved the idea that uh, 
she was going to bring down the whole rotten facade of the uh, deep state in Hollywood. Like, and, and Rachel Chandler was then a hundred times bigger than Allison Mack. And that also led to nothing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, when does a bird sing was actually in the Moloch Hue drop. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> so he, the Moloch Hue drop is my favorite, one of my favorites. Cause it contains uh bullshit about it, it's such a ridiculous trump fluffing exercise in bullshit and and then it contains this ridiculous lie inside of it which says why didn't uh, hrc give a concession speech when was the last time a presidential candidate didn't personally give a concession speech and hillary like the thing is is that what Q is actually trying to say, I guess, because, again, he's just fucking wrong, was that Hillary didn't concede at two in the morning when they finally started calling the election for Trump. Basically, like, John Podesta just came out to the podium and was like, hey, everybody, go home, because, well, we all kind of see where this is going, and it kind of sucks. So uh, catch you later. Sorry, everyone. It's kind of a bummer. And then that morning, like, before noon, Hillary, like, gave a concession speech. She just came out and said, I lost and hope Trump does a good job. Sucks to suck. And that was it. And so I've posted this Q drop and, and, and made fun of it. And so many QAnon people were just like, Q meant she didn't concede that night. That That's what he was trying to say. And it's like, no, he didn't say that. He literally said, why didn't HRZ give a concession speech? When this was, because the Q drops are a year after the presidential election. It wasn't like Q was posting this the night of the election. <laughs> um, and um, the other thing that I loved in this thing was that he does a bit of world building where he states that after the election, oh, this is it. Why hours after the election did seven people travel to an undisclosed location to hold a very private and highly secured guarded meeting? I just love that little bit of world building. He's never brought it up again. No one ever was like, who were those seven people? I just, I just love the idea that there's like seven people that secretly rule the world. And they're like, fuck, Trump won. Quick, call a meeting. <laughs> and, make sure, and make sure it's in a really secure and guarded place. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so in um, uh, but so yeah, he's just like um, oh, in Saudi Arabia here. He says, "Why again were the arrests made in Saudi Arabia so very important? What strings were immediately cut? Follow the money. When does a bird sing?" So I'm guessing he was saying that like. Oh yeah, those all those evil deep staters from Saudi Arabia, like they started confessing as soon as we their money dried up. So like, but he repeated that phrase a few times and went after Allison Mack with it and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they those from the moment they called the election for Biden to, to until January twentieth. Those were the darkest of times for QAnon. They were just thrashing around, begging for anything to uh, prevent Biden from being sworn in. But spoiler alert, QAnon, nothing could stop what it was coming. In this case, it was Joe Biden becoming president. <laughs> you That's what she meant when she posted right. the video. Yeah, she, 
Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I I think I posted that as a fucking zinger. I think I really did that. Uh, but, uh, yeah. But uh, it's... Um, this one's my. This one's one of my other favorite ones. Next is because she she posted an eight coon thread. Like, how many legislators do we got that posted an eight coon thread? <laughs> and uh, it's yeah, it's great. It's like like you said, they didn't think that Kamala was going to be vice president, like she, because the Senate thing she took too she took a long time. Uh, yeah, actually, I actually looked it up, and like Biden took his sweet ass time resigning as well. And then this also mixes in the ankle brace conspiracy. Oh yeah, because Bi- Biden Biden uh, tripped over his dog, so he had uh, an ankle monitor on for a little while. <laughs> an ankle monitor on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was wearing the, Biden was wearing the boot for a little while before he uh, changed it. Uh, so she's posting like. Come on, do an emergency broadcast meme, and it's from Neon Revolt. You know, what did you say the yeah, emergency oh, yeah. broadcast was supposed to be? Uh, that was how Q was going to. Uh, that was how. That was how the president was going to uh, let everybody know that the deep state was being crushed. That was very early on in QAnon that uh, the, that Trump was going to use the emergency broadcast system to uh, bypass the mainstream media and get out the word about the martial law and the mass arrests and all that good stuff. But what was very funny about that was that it, the emergency broadcast system hasn't existed for a long time now. It's the, it's the emergency alert system. And you would think that the government agent would uh, figure that out. I mean, just. Well, you know, yeah. he's not, he's not the yeah. Anyway, so she Patriots in Control posted for a while. Uh, we went into the the U.S. is now a corporation territory for a bit. Um, yeah, the, we got into a lot of sob stuff. Um, and then Biden was inaugurated. Uh, and she immediately jumped to like... Uh, uh, the audit, believing in the audit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how they work. That's how they work. Yeah. They just can't. They can't stop themselves. That was kind of like the next trajectory of like QAnon copium was like, oh, yep. the election's going to be overturned because of the audit. Yeah. Um, but even after the inauguration, she was still like, "There's gallows on the lawn. What's going on with that?" Like she was still holding out hope, you know. Um, she was like posting videos. There was a video of Trump where he's like on the golf course and he's just like, I'm not done yet. <laughs> and she's like, see, he's coming back. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Any day now, any one day now. Lots of watch the water and where we go on, where we go all posting from this. Lady. Yep. And then oh, yeah. this one is great because it's not great. You know, it's, it's, awful. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, this is post January 6th, post inauguration. She posted a meme, like a meme image from a, yep. a QAnon. She posted from an account called Ganny Q Drew. And then it's from a group called QAnon on Gab. Um, <laughs> and it says. So- Send me the photo so I can look at it and oh. gaze upon it and understand and understand what you're trying to tell okay. me. I can I can divine these portents and scry through them. Yeah, this one's good because it's like 
again, after January 6th, like, lady, you shouldn't be posting this. <laughs> Twittered it. I'll read it for the audience right now. Yeah. It is every American citizen's duty to defend our republic against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Hopefully we won't, we won't need to go to Plan X. But if necessary, we the patriots are ready to fulfill our duty to take back planet Earth. Where we go one, we go all. And then it's an image of a set of gallows with three ropes hanging. And it says, instead of court TV, we need hang them high TV government repair kit <laughs> oh yeah oh god there were they they love they love gallows they they love the idea of killing people they want to kill people so badly there's so many photoshops of hillary clinton being walked up the gallows like uh they just they they they, they want nothing more than to just see their enemies die for their crimes. I mean... Yeah. Uh, she she yeah, they... uh, wanted Pence's head, it seems. Um. Anyway, so audit. She became an audit. You know, Cyber Ninja uh, copium. She actually volunteered yeah. for the audit. If, if, if what she says is true. She says she was a volunteer. Which is very funny. Yeah. Uh, she was, like, posting about the Antrim, Michigan report and like just all the post January 6th post inauguration bullshit you know Patrick Barnes yeah. bullshit she's super into Michael Flynn like yeah uh, like, uh, like a lot so um you know he was involved with a lot of that so she was super into that yeah um and then this was her pin post on Gab not long before she went dark. She said that <clears throat> coming home from January 6th is what inspired her to run. Um, <laughs> she says, many recent events and people have inspired me to step out of my comfort zone as a nurse and run for office. She was a nurse. She um, got radicalized during COVID and didn't want to take the vaccine. I mean, she was, she was a nut before that, but like, you know, more radicalized during COVID. And she wasn't she's still licensed like she's still registered but um she's oh, not God. working as a nurse anymore i think because it's like she needed to take the vaccine and she was like not doing that um but anyway <laughs> so she says after that i have done all i can to do otherwise and more must be done to save our great state of arizona between the prolonged lockdowns ruining countless businesses and the lives of the election the lives and the election fraud that i know will soon be uncovered so she's still fucking holding out hope I have been compelled to get involved. I knew on January 7th, on our way home from D.C., that we the people must get involved or the corruption is going to destroy our beautiful republic. And then she announces she's running. Um, and then she basically just posts Neon Revolt a few more times. She said she wants to be part of the Frog Caucus, Mike. Oh, my God. Mike. The Frog Caucus. The frog caucus. You get it? The Frog Caucus. Yes, I do. I understand fully. Oh my god. That is holy shit. Yeah. Jesus. I know. Oh man. Um and then yeah, she like just posts like why anons need to get involved in elections. That's why I think she's it's kind of like an interesting like 
the mind of Janae Champ, you know, because it's like you see your trajectory of like, all right, I'm done posting. It's time to start writing laws. It's time to start effort posting. It's time to start IRL making the Great Awakening happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then her final posts were a few pictures of her at the Trump rally um, on January. Oh, I remember this one. Uh, Yeah, back in uh, January, like, 20th or 19th, she posted some photos of her and her husband at the rally. The one with the bat. Yeah. Or whatever he was holding. But anyway, and then her final post was her saying that she's proud to be running for office. And she closes her account and ends her life as a digital soldier on Gab. She she abandons the digital battlefield for the political battlefield. Yeah. She, yep. 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 Ah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. You understand. Oh, God. I truly. Ugh. Back in the good old days when you could get a blue check mark for running for office, I wanted to primary one of the shitty Democrats in my area and poll at like five percent. You're like, boom, check mark. How you like them apples, bitches? But now that the check mark has lost all value, it, Elon and everyone else can go fuck themselves. And so, yeah. Um, so our our lady Champ, uh, not great. No one could go so far as say really bad. So uh, yes. So, any other final thoughts, comments, questions, queries, etc., for this this week's thrilling episode of watching the right wing in Arizona? No, there's so much more I could talk about this week, but we'll get to Wendy Rogers posting white supremacist shit next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you. You all have to. We're gonna put a pin in that. Actually, oh God, we we should fucking do like, we should like tease people with like a thirty minute bonus content. Wendy Rogers and her Rhodesia bullshit. Like, we got paid post. five bucks for that one, bitches. <laughs> it's like the bonus QAA episode every week. Yeah. No, but uh, no. We'll so yeah. Next week, uh, everybody. Next week, next week for free, you'll hear Haley and me talk about Wendy Rogers going just full white nationalist again. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, uh, as you all know, me and Haley are just two bums banging our tin cups, begging for anyone to throw some change in them. If you'd like to go to patreon.com slash poker politics to give me money, because as they say, as Alex Jones likes to say, I need money. Uh, Haley, how do people give you money? Sweet, glorious money. Uh, I mean, I if you go on Twitter, I have like a link tree and you can just read all my shit in that. There's like a Patreon. There's a Substack. There's a Substack that you can subscribe to. I'm definitely going to put something out before the end of the month, so don't worry. Um, uh, I'm worried. You're worried. very worried. Um, and I'm on Blue Sky, which you do not pay for, but you can follow me there. Sweet. Uh, if you don't want to give us two bums money, and God knows that is a possibility, uh, please go to love146.org and donate money to them so they can fight human and child trafficking. I got a spiffy little letter from them. Here it is in my hot little hand. I'm showing it to Haley right wow. now because I, I gave them money a while ago, and they like to do this all the time. Uh, to see a generation free from trafficking. That's what, that's, that's what the little stamp on the back says. Uh-huh. There you go. 
So yes, love146.org. And uh, beyond all of that, uh, as always, we'd like to thank Frosty VO for the spiffy little intro to this show that he made specifically for Haley and I. And of course, DJ Minimal Effort for the Universal Hell World theme. Maybe one day we'll make an Arizona watching theme exclusively for this show. But right now, much like DJ Minimal Effort, we are way too lazy to do that. So uh, for another, another successful, as L used to say, episode of Watching the Right wing in arizona with arizona right wing watch i am mike rains good speed patriots